Welcome back to Discover Bright Life, a podcast sharing stories of how to overcome loneliness. This time, we hear from the men, like Eddie. Health got me, but this place has been bigger saviour for me than anything. Ian. It'd have to be something quite special to take the place of what we've got here. And Steve. There's one or two said that this place has saved their life. And, and that's quite a statement, that. Marking International Older Persons Day 2019, we prove that there is life after retirement. Death is inevitable. However, don't wait for death to come. He's going to come anyway. Just enjoy your life and forget he's there. Championed by AGK Cheshire, supported by Bright Life Cheshire, we visit the Men and Sheds Project in Hartford and Winsford. We've got chaps here who have spent 50 years as cabinet makers, model railway enthusiasts, you've got former police officers. We believe it's time to celebrate the older generations, not ignore them. At a point I just turned around and realised that all these guys are, are not the people I work with necessarily, they're, they're my friends. And we believe in challenging loneliness, because sometimes the best medicine is a good laugh in friendly company. Today, another one of the bosses, this time in Winsford. My name is Neil Corbin and I'm the uh, project coordinator for the Winsford Shed. These days, Neil's wheeling and dealing woodwork and buying the milk for the brews at the shed. But it's fair to say his working career has been pretty varied. Oh, wow. The working career of Neil. Well, it started back in 1978. I know I don't look old enough, but that's the way life is, you know. I started off as a welder. I was a, a plater welder for ICI. Um, I ended up going into factory work because it, all the heavy industry vanished very, very quickly during the 80s. So I ended up going to factory work and warehouse work. And I, I got to about 19, late, late 90s, and I thought, I don't want to do factory work anymore. So I went off and did myself, did a degree in university, got myself a degree, and ended up working in housing. This is a real whistle-stop tour, by the way. Ended up working in housing, and I ended up working in uh, care homes for people over 55, uh, people who might have extra care needs. I just sort of fell into this job at Men in Sheds and it's, it's, the, it's, a, it's a nice soft landing. I've enjoyed it. I'm enjoying it still. One of the things Neil forgot to mention in the run-through of his CV is that he's also a part-time comedian. I'm kidding. But when you hear this tour of the Winsford Shed, I'm sure you'll see how perhaps he missed another calling in life. This is the most important room in the shed. Your kitchen with your... Uh, you have your urn which is always full to the brim and boiling because the chaps always like to have a pint, uh, a drink, sorry, not a pint. So it's, uh, so that's the sound of a full urn, okay? That's what a full urn sounds like and we need it to be full all the time because these boys work really hard and they often need to refresh themselves with tea, coffee and actually we do a roaring trade in custard creams. So this is one of two staircases that we have in the Winsford super shed. This is the uh, the tradesman staircase. This is the more narrow staircase. This is the, the, the more um, discreet staircase where we, you know, we sort of the uh, the servants tend to use. I'm going to take you into the wood turning room now. We've got two 
brand new lathe, so we've got all the extraction that you could. Uh, so if you, if, you, if you listen to that, that's the extraction. That's, that's showing that the extraction's working perfectly. Um, I don't think there's anything we can't make in this shed. We've got some very talented gentlemen and ladies, for that matter. I'll take you through. Now this is our art studio. Now this art studio is. Um, you can be, you can sculpt in here, you can paint, you can draw, we even have top of the range sewing machines and whatever you want to make, we will always, always try and make it and generally do a top notch job. This is our IT suite. I mean, the thing is with these sheds, our, our demographic, our people are sort of all over 50 and quite a few are over 60 and then even, you know, quite a few more are over 70. So. A computer, a PC, or even a laptop for that matter, in a lot of cases, is a completely foreign piece of kit that they're not sure how to use. For instance, we had a fella coming here the other week and he, he likes to go, he, he's a sports fanatic, he likes to watch cricket and all of the manner of sports and he wanted to know, quite simply, how to buy his tickets online. So we, and we gave him a quick tutorial to go and travel and see his favourite football team and his favourite cricket team whenever he likes. Now we're going down the upper, the upper floor corridor and we're coming into this, what we call the photographic studio. So we've got the, uh, a series of backgrounds, so you can, if you want to change your background, you just throw it up, peg it onto the bar across the cross piece and drop another background down. We've got, we've got medieval vista, we've got walls, we've got countryside, we've got a, a, a sort of a farmer's gate and you can sort of do a lovely portrait, a lovely family portrait to uh, give to your family at Christmas. And this is the big saloon upstairs in which we have a pool table where a couple of chaps are playing pool. All right, guys. And there's a little uh, set of shelves here and we've got things like jigsaws on them and, and board games and all that. And now and again, some of the gents and ladies come in and have a game, have a board game, a game of Trivial Pursuits or CSI, the board game, which I don't quite know what that is, but. I'm told it's quite good. I'm now taking you down the front steps, which are wider and a bit posher. These are the front steps. These are the steps we take people up when, when we're trying to impress them. I'm just showing this young lady around the machine shop. This is Harold, one of our uh, volunteers. He's, he, tends to, uh, be, he tends to be in the machine shop most days he's make sure it's all working ship shape in Bristol fashion. Anything goes wrong, we work blame it out me. together and we sort it. I don't blame you, Harold, you know I don't blame, blame him. He does, he always blames me if anything goes wrong. So as you can see we've got a band saw, we've got a, a huge mitre saw. We've got all the extraction, we've got our sanders there, we've got a scroll saw, we've got a pillar drill. I mean this pillar drill is just state of the art. I don't think you can get a pillar drill any better than this anywhere in the in the known world. Bandsaw. This is the sound you hear very often. And that, my friends, is the tour of the Winsford Supershed. Thank you. So that's the building. But what exactly does Neil's job involve? I suppose this is... This is <laughs> I'm going to go into cliché mode now. There isn't one typical day, okay. All right, so thank you for acknowledging that cliché. You can plan a lot of the job, and it's really useful to be proactive, but you've also got to be reactive. 
in, in a lot of things because with our sort of participants, let's call them people, shall we? Because they are people. But when they, men or women, people are unpredictable in the nicest and funniest possible way. And so a typical day usually involves a lot of tea being drunk and a lot of laughter. What you've got to remember is that you're coming into a place and you're sort of, you're the focal point. People will come to you with all kinds of issues, all kinds of things that may need resolving. They don't want to see a miserable bloke sat behind a desk saying, I can't help you with that, I don't want to help you with that. Sometimes they come and sometimes you get a bit of stick, believe it or not, as the coordinator, you get a bit of stick. Some of the stuff they come out with is hilarious and it's not to be repeated on a podcast, but you sit in that canteen for 10 minutes and have a cup of tea and listen to people and sometimes not just listen, look at people and look at how they look here, look at how they say things to you, look at the intent in their eyes because these are all people with, with, with such such diverse characters but such 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 an amount of humour within that sometimes I'm quite a talker I'm quite a I like a laugh I like a joke but sometimes I'm left standing by some of these fellas and it can be I can say something that could take 10 minutes and is mildly amusing and then somebody will just one line and they've shot me down in flames and that's I don't know whether that's years of experience or where they're from what the background is but there's some very, very funny people here. And that includes most of the women are hilarious as well. Their humour is just incredible. But it keeps the place going and people actually say they enjoy coming here because they, they have a laugh. And isn't that one of the most important things you can do is have a laugh with someone? The Winsford Shed has been added to Age UK Cheshire's portfolio in the last year with thanks to funding from Bright Life. It's bigger and offers much more variety than Hartford and the other sheds, including sessions for ladies, not just the men. But the principles and the characters are just the same. We've got chaps here who have sort of spent 50 years as cabinet makers. You've got fellas who are sort of model railway enthusiasts. You've got people who are former police officers. You've got people who are just absolutely hilarious, whatever they say you cannot keep a straight face. You've got people who are extremely quiet and they sort of, they just blend in and get on with things. And it's a really admirable thing to do that, just to be able to keep quiet in a room full of banter. It's a really strong-willed thing to do. That's a very quiet The main characteristic that that, is, that that has sort of shocked, surprised and pleased me with all the people, all the characters who are here is the energy levels and the willingness to do things. The willingness actually to learn things, but, but also the willingness to help each other. I sound like I'm, I'm really sort of, you know, I'm, I'm painting a, a utopia, a, a, you know, but, I, but it is a sort of a utopia and that's what we try and make it, don't we? And it's not, it's not down to the core, it's not down to the people who come here. And we have arguments as well, of course we do. It's not um, it's not all Alice in Wonderland. We do have arguments and disagreements, but it's always resolved, and it's always resolved with a smile and a laugh. I should say disagreements, not arguments, just to qualify that. One of the things is people, when people get over 70, one thing that doesn't improve is your physical health. That's a fact of life. But people who try to stay as active as possible 
do stay healthier and people who engage and actually connect with other people and it doesn't necessarily have to be people of the same gender or the same age it's about connecting with other people and what you find is that if people connect and therefore have a connection they tend not necessarily to live longer but have a better quality of life and that's that to me that sounds quite quite um quite quite you know over sincere or whatever i don't i don't know but it does work because the people when i worked in care homes who didn't connect who stayed in the room all day or stayed in the flat all day didn't connect they tended to be for want of a better expression less happy and actually you know the quality of life it, they were just waiting for death and i don't i think death is inevitable to to take it onto a, a take it onto a darker subject however it, it, don't wait for him don't wait for death to come He's going to come anyway. Just enjoy your life and forget he's there. And that's, I think, with these guys at the, the, the shed, I mean, I, I sit down often and, and talk to the to the men and the ladies on an individual level. And uh, there are sort of some instances where you know you've actually been a lifeline to somebody. They've actually been, you know, really lonely and just looking for something to do. And more importantly, looking for somewhere to go where they can meet and speak to other people. It's that connection thing, and people quite simply need people. And the the actual the actual shed itself and all the activities therein is, is just a, a a device to actually get people together, get people talking, and get people socialising. I mean, one of the things that happens as you get older is that, and it's absolutely unavoidable from, from what I've seen of people, is that your world shrinks. And the biggest challenge anybody's got, male or female, as they get older is to resist that that shrinkage in the world and to sort of look at ways to, to expand that because if, if you look, you get to 65, 67 or sometimes 70, whatever, and all of a sudden you're told you don't have to work anymore and we don't want, we actually don't want you to work anymore. And I suspect, you know, a lot of people aren't quite ready for that. They're not quite ready to say, well, you know, I'm, I don't want to hang up my work gloves or me me hammer and chisel just yet I want to carry on working and if you take that away from someone you're taking away not only taking away their work you're taking away part of their identity and you're probably taking away friendships and relationships you're probably taking away thousands of conversations that they're not going to have you know thousands of repeated lunches of the same thing every day that you're taking away I've seen when the ladies and gents are together having the lunch, I've seen them talking and interacting and exchanging things and exchanging ideas and exchanging advice and actually helping each other, but more importantly, supporting each other. And I think coming to a place like this, I think that's what you get. You get you don't only get support from the coordinator, but you get your peer support as well. And that's, I'm probably rambling now, but I'm quite sort of, uh, I think there's so much to say about a place like this you probably forget to say but it is a sort of a place of of real mutual support and it's actually a, a place where friendships are forged as well been listening to discover bright life a series created by me claire freeman from a small furry bear productions on behalf of bright life cheshire 
For more about the sheds and other projects supported by Brightlife, visit brightlifecheshire.org.uk. Thank you.